Good morning and Merry Christmas. I want to welcome you to Calvary Baptist Church this morning. My name is Emily and I'm one of the ministers on staff here at Calvary. We are so glad that you chose to spend your Christmas morning with us. Whether you're a visitor or someone who attends Calvary regularly, we welcome you. If you are visiting with us in the pew in front of you, you will find a welcome card. We invite you to fill that out and put it in the offering plate towards the end of the service. The welcome card gives us an opportunity to get to know you better and to share more about Calvary with you. Christmas is a celebration of the gift of Jesus to and for the world. On this Christmas day, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. In him, God's promise of a savior has come true. The word is made flesh and the good news is revealed. Our God comes to us as a small gift, wrapped up in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. The hope, the peace, the joy, and the love that we have been waiting for is among us now in the form of this child. Let us join together in our call to worship found in your worship folder. Glory to God in the highest. And hope to every discouraged heart. Glory to God in the highest. And peace to every conflicted soul. Glory to God in the highest. And joy to every downcast spirit. Glory to God in the highest. And love to everyone. Let us, Let us sing praises to our God. Let us offer this light against the darkness. Amen. Let's stand as we sing. before you grateful for the miracle for the miracle of Christ's birth 
Emmanuel, God with us. For the hopes and fears of all the years are met in Christ alone. For he brings light and life. He's born that men no more may die. God, today as we come and worship Christ, the newborn King, may we witness the wonder of your love in new ways. And may we grow in the ways in which we love you. Amen. Amen. Let's remain standing and sing hymn 133. Hark the herald angels sing. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With the angelicals proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Like the herald angels seek glory to the newborn King. Christ by is heaven adorned, Christ the everlasting Lord. Late in time, behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, veiled in deity, pleased as man with man to seated. Let's have all the boys and girls come up for the children's message. And we might want to have some uh, boy and girl wannabes come and join us. There are gifts involved today. So if we have some incentive there. Okay, and some others are coming. Okay, no takers on the wannabes, right? Okay, all right, I see some that really want to but aren't um, 
not enough courage today. <clears throat> All right. Christmas gift. If someone were to greet you with the greeting Christmas gift, what would you think they meant? What would you think that meant? Hmm. Well, when I was a child, that was a greeting that my grandmother always used on Christmas Day. She would always say, Christmas gift. And we didn't really know what that meant, and it didn't make very much sense to us at all. I wanted to show you a picture of my grandmother before we talk about what that means. This is my grandmother, and she was a very short, plump woman. If there were to be a Mrs. Santa Claus, my grandmother might be a good candidate for that. Because when she laughed, her belly always shook. And we, and we, like a bowl full of jelly, that's right. And we would laugh at my grandmother for the way she laughed. But she was a jolly little woman. She had 12 children. My mother was one of those children of my grandmother. So what does that greeting mean? Recently, when Mary Alice and I were planning worship, we were talking about this service being about Christmas gifts and it being about the gift of the, the Holy Child and the gift of, of Jesus Christ being born. And I, I remembered Christmas gifts. So we went to um, Wikipedia, which is a um, place to find out lots of things, um, true or not. But we went to Wikipedia and we found out that the greeting Christmas gift, you all might be interested in this too, is a greeting from the rural South, particularly in Georgia and Alabama, which is exactly where I grew up. And it's a very regional expression, and it um, hasn't been used in many years, but it was used in the early part of the 20th century particularly. What it actually means is if you're the first person to say Christmas gift, then the other person has to give a gift to you. So if I were to say Christmas gift to Kara, then what would Kara have to do? Give me a gift, that's right. So whoever says Christmas gift first gets the gift from the other person. Yeah, I think the reason I didn't really remember what Christmas gift meant very much because I didn't like the game very much <laughs> when I was a child, and so I think that's the main reason that I didn't remember it. So what we're going to do this morning, um, well, before you do that, did you notice this chair with this sock hanging on it this morning? Okay, that's a weird... Yeah, it's, it represents a stocking. That's exactly right. You do, you do. Well, I love Christmas stockings too. And that's what this stands for. When my parents were little boys and girls, they always tell me the story, even this Christmas, when I go to Alabama tomorrow, I'm sure they'll remind me that when they were children, they didn't get very much for Christmas. And that they would take an old sock, probably not one that I had dyed red, but they would take an old sock and put it on a chair, a chair at the end of the bed, they would put a chair at the end of their bed on Christmas Eve, and on Christmas Day, Santa Claus would bring them like some fruit, maybe an apple, an orange, maybe a stick of candy, something like that. And that would be the Christmas for them. That would be all that they got. Each of my parents tell a story about maybe once in their childhood where they got, one time my mother got a doll in her entire childhood. But it was just a few little things that they got for Christmas. So today we thought that we would give each of you a Christmas gift and we would give you a stocking with some fruit and candy in it 
And later in the service, uh, when Mary Alice preaches the sermon, she's going to say Christmas gift a number of times in in the sermon. And every time she says Christmas gift, you're going to get up and go share one of your Christmas gifts with someone else. So what do you think about that? Okay, not a great idea, but, um, <laughs> but it'll work, right, in a pinch, okay? So today we're going to practice gift giving, and so every time Mary Alice says Christmas gift, you're going to get up and do what? Give something to someone else. But since we have a lot of stockings, I'm going to ask you to take two stockings, and I'm going to ask you to give one to somebody else that's not in your family on the way back to your seat. Okay? So two stockings for everybody, and two for Emily. Okay? And maybe three for some of you. Pass these around, and every time we hear Christmas gift, you're going to... Whoever has the stocking, you're going to give a gift to someone who doesn't have a stocking. Okay, one more. All right, there we go. All right, so the cue is what? Christmas gift, right? Let's practice it. Christmas gift, right? Christmas gift. All right, we're going to sing a song now about Christmas gifts. You may go back to your seats. Let's join now in singing the carol in the bleak midwinter. Let's stand as we sing.
I just didn't want you to feel left out. Thank you. You're welcome. This is a reading from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no relations with her until she had borne a son, and they named him Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, I remember as a child being so excited to wake up on Christmas morning to open my Christmas gifts. Okay, we're getting the hang of this. Good job. My parents would make my brother and me stay in our rooms with the doors closed shut until they were ready for us to come out. And I remember standing there by the door, my heart nearly beating out of my chest with excitement for what felt like an eternity until they finally said we could come out of our rooms. Kids, did anybody feel like that when you woke up this morning? It's a pretty exciting, yeah, yeah. It's such an exciting day. The living room had this magical glow to it on those mornings as we gathered around the Christmas tree and opened our Christmas gifts. <laughs> Y'all are so great. So proud of you. You know, as I've grown older, Christmas has changed some. 
especially when you live halfway across the country from your family, the biggest Christmas gift is really being together with the people you love. My heart will probably be beating out of my chest tonight because I fly home to Kentucky tonight and when my plane finally lands and I come down the escalators of the Bluegrass Airport, I'll get to see my family. Um, the presents and everything are fun, but what I'm looking forward to most is that I have a whole week to spend with the people I love. And isn't that the first gift we see in the Christmas story? Last night we shared that God came through Jesus to be with us, with us in whatever we're facing so that we know we are not alone, to be our Emmanuel, God with us. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh didn't come until later. The first Christmas gift was God's coming to be with us. Yeah, thank you. Tyler Davis for the win. <laughs> okay, so what's interesting about Matthew's focus on God with us is that this phrase actually bookends the gospel. So not only do we see it in the beginning with Jesus' birth, but we also read it in the very end of Matthew when Jesus descends, ascends into heaven in Matthew 28. He says, and lo, I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. And whenever we see phrases like that, that that are repeated in scripture, it's significant. I think Matthew wants us to know from beginning to end that God is with us. And so I wonder how we might live out a faithful response to this text by being more fully present with God and with one another not only this Christmas, but all year long. I was babysitting a little girl recently, and over and over again throughout the day, in lots of different ways, she asked me the same thing. She would be watching a movie and would say, Miss Mary Alice, come watch this movie with me. Or she'd be reading a book and say, come read this book with me. Come sit on the couch with me. Come play this game with me. Come sit with me while I'm using the potty. And although she probably couldn't articulate it, she was showing me that the most important thing I could do for her was simply to be with her. You know, it's something that seems so simple, but we can be so bad at it, especially this time of year. The reality is that many times Christmas comes and goes and it feels so crazy that I don't know if we feel like we got to be with anybody. We're just lucky to say that we made it through the holidays and we survived. And it's easy to get distracted when there's so much to do, right? Even just last night, I found myself bouncing from place to place around the church before the Christmas Eve service, setting out candles, printing out the speaking parts, preparing the sanctuary, giving last-minute instructions, doing mic checks. And when it was time to begin the service, I was already exhausted and we hadn't even started. Sometimes I can get so distracted by these kinds of tasks 
but I forget one of the greatest gifts of ministry is simply getting to be with people, especially on a night as special as Christmas Eve and as a morning as special as today. The book Present Over Perfect is on my reading list this Christmas. And in it, Shauna Nyquist begins with the following. She says, the phrase present over perfect was one I first held tightly to a few Christmases ago. I remember the moment. The table was a train wreck of wrapping paper and unfolded laundry, half-eaten cookies. My mind was running with all of the remaining tasks that needed to be done. Christmas gifts bought, cards addressed, bags packed, deadlines reached. Y'all are so faithful. Oh, I got another one. Yay! She says, to put it plainly, my desire for beautiful, sparkly Christmas moments was edging out my ability to live well in my own actual life. And I recognized this feeling as one I'd grappled with all my life. I want things to be spectacular, epic, over-the-top, exciting, and dramatic. But in order to force that beauty and drama into otherwise ordinary moments, you have to push and tap dance and hustle and hustle and hustle. I was faced with a dilemma, one so many of us face quite often. I could either wrestle my life and my kids and my house and our Christmas into something that I tried to make perfect, or I could plunk myself down right in the middle of the mess and realize that the mess is actually my life, the only one I'll ever get, the one I'm in danger of missing completely while I'm sitting around waiting for fantastic. And so that Christmas, I chose to be present over perfect. And that's still what I try to choose today. Some days I do it better than others, it's still a tremendous temptation for me to spin out into achievement or efficiency or performance instead of dwelling deeply in life as it presents itself each and every moment. Friends, I wonder what, what it would look like if we too chose to be more fully present with God and with one another, not only this Christmas, but into the new year too. And so my challenge for us this morning is simple. Let's pledge ourselves to give and to receive the gift of being with someone today. To set aside our phones, to turn off the TV, to look people in the eyes, to listen a little more closely for what we might otherwise miss, to soak in the beauty of Christmas by simply being with people, whoever they may be. And let's find moments and ways to be more fully present with God today, too. To take in a few deep breaths and to center our minds and our hearts on God's love that came this day to be with us. To listen for what God might be saying to us. And to look for the ways that God is already fully present with us, if only we would just pay attention. So let's give and receive the gift of being with.
this Christmas. It really is the greatest Christmas gift of all. Merry Christmas. Amen. Oh, three. Thank you so much. As we close our gift giving, um, let's <laughs> sing together uh, the first Noel. This is in your um, hymnal number 136. We're going to sing the first, second, third, and sixth stanza. Okay, those are the most familiar ones. Let's stand as we sing. One, two, three, and six. stands in now.
Dear God, as we come to you this morning, Father God, giving our tithes and offering, Father God, let us give abundantly, Father God. If you give abundantly to us, Father God, Father God, bless our tithes, multiply them, Father God. Thank you for the greatest gift of all, your son, the Messiah. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We are so glad that you chose to spend your Christmas morning with us, and I truly believe that the greatest gift of all this Christmas is the gift of being with one another and with God in this place. So know that God is with you as you leave, and please receive this Christmas benediction. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in deepest night are lit up with a brilliant sight. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Therefore, go out into the world with great joy, and may the grace of Bethlehem's child, the love of the God who never ceases to amaze, 
and the fellowship of the Spirit who never wearies be with you this Christmas day and evermore. Amen. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes a nation's prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders, wonders of his love. Go now in peace.